Welcome to a special two-part best of Thanksgiving edition of the weekly Scientific American podcast, Science Talk. I'm Steve Mursky. In part one, we'll hear from turkey scientist Rich Buckholz of the University of Mississippi in an interview that originally aired on November 22, 2006. I asked Rich what he'd be eating on Thanksgiving. I am going to eat a nice butterball turkey. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat a wild turkey. They're too scrawny anyway. And uh, I will enjoy him. <laughs> now, the um, the butterball turkey is is a domesticated version of the same species? Yeah. In fact, the turkeys we eat today are, are really sort of a uh, genetically engineered construct. And I, I don't mean that in a technological way. It's not as though they've actually physically removed DNA and moved it around. Right. But through selective uh, breeding, they've created a turkey that has gargantuan breast tissue, because everyone wants some of the, the white meat, and something that will grow very quickly in captivity. Um, and it, it's really nothing at all like a wild turkey, and in fact, really different from the turkeys that Americans ate only 50 years ago. Really? So the turkeys that are on uh, in Norman Rockwell paintings were were unknown before about 50 years ago? Yeah, today's turkeys, for instance, can only reproduce through artificial insemination. They, they do not breed naturally. They cannot produce offspring by mating with one another. One reason they don't even try is because we've basically selected that trait out of them. Females don't solicit copulation from males. Uh-huh. And... But the original reason is the breast is so big that he's physically unable to uh, do the balancing act of walking up onto the female's back and then trying to get his tail under her tail for insemination. So what's really different about these turkeys is that and also the fact that they grow so quickly. And um, the heritage breeds of turkeys, the turkeys that Americans used to eat, were normally grown slowly. They were grown outside on pasture. And uh, that tra- changed dramatically with these um, modern sort of engineered breeds of, of turkey. So they're big enough uh, for dinner before they're sexually mature, or even, you know, we're mixing things up because they're not going to be interested anyway. But That's right. Uh, it's a tough life for a domestic turkey. Yes. And it doesn't end well. No. But it tastes good. Yeah. If it's cooked right. Well, I'm told the heritage breeds of turkey have more nuanced flavors. Um and, of course, they have less white meat, but uh, it, it seems to be a very popular trend for people to purchase pasture-raised uh, heritage breeds of turkey. Interesting. Well, they're expensive. Supermarkets, of course, create great deals for us for the uh, domestic white turkeys that are available so that we'll go there and buy other things for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. And the heritage breeds of turkey, the pasture-raised ones, are considerably more expensive. So the dollar-a-pound turkey is a loss leader for the supermarkets? Uh, that's what I'm told. Next, we talked about his actual research. I am a full-time animal behaviorist who focuses on the behavior of turkeys. The behavior of turkeys. So uh, are, are the turkeys behaving? They are behaving. They're a little nervous this time of year, but they're behaving. Well, that's certainly understandable. So tell me about your, your current turkey research. Well, a long-term interest of mine has been whether the ornaments that are sexually selected in turkeys that are involved in in mate assessment uh, indicate something to uh, female turkeys that might help them um, raise more offspring. And specifically, the idea that those ornaments 
are dependent on the parasite load of the male that has them. So that is, a female who chooses a male with larger, brighter ornaments can be assured that that male uh, grew to look prettier to her because uh, he he has fewer parasites. And she is unlikely to get these parasites during mating, so it's not an issue of her possibly becoming infected by these parasites. But because there's usually a genetic basis for parasite resistance, she may be looking for good genes for her offspring to survive better. Right, so that the offspring would have a lower susceptibility toward getting the parasitic load in the first place. Right, yeah. I mean, male turkeys don't provide any paternal care. They don't help the female incubate the eggs. They don't feed her. They don't protect their young. Um, so all she's getting from him are sperm so that she has uh, a matching set of genes for her offspring. And so if she's going to only get that from the male, she should choose carefully. And parasites are an important part of turkey life history. So uh, finding a resistant male and getting his resistance genes for your offspring is probably uh, evolutionarily a good idea. Right. And she doesn't realize that's what she's doing. She's just been programmed to be most attracted to the turkeys that have the brightest colors. And those brightest colors are a marker for the health of the turkey. Well, usually in animal behavior studies, we don't make any assumptions about the uh, the individual animal's thought processes per se. Good idea. So turkeys don't uh, have a good reputation for being smart. I, I would say they've been around for a very long time, so they're smart at being wild turkeys. But, um, yeah, she she doesn't necessarily have to walk around and say, oh, by mating with this, this guy, I'm, I'm going to have more surviving offspring. All that has to happen is the genes that make her be choosier about this um, have to survive better to the next generation by showing up in babies that survive better because they're resistant to parasites. So I saw on your website some research related to the ultraviolet reflection of the feathers. What's, what's that all about? Well, it turns out that turkeys can see wavelengths of light that uh, we can't see. And those are wavelengths in the ultraviolet spectrum. So we normally think about ultraviolet as harmful, that it uh, causes um, melanoma, skin cancer, that sort of thing. Um, but the near-ultraviolet is actually used by some organisms, some, some birds, uh, lots of insects. And it turns out that turkeys are one of the bird species that can see ultraviolet light. So I was curious about whether turkeys could uh, see changes in feather reflectance, the colors coming off of feathers, when they become, uh, when they're parasitized, uh, that we can't notice. And by collaborating with colleagues at Auburn University, we are able to show that the turkeys that I experimentally infected with parasites actually showed less UV reflectance from their shiny feathers on their breasts and their wings compared to turkeys that had never been infected. So a, a parasitized turkey looks completely different to another turkey than uh, than a non-parasitized one, and, and in ways that we can't really appreciate. Exactly, yeah. So because we can't sense ultraviolet light with our visual pigments, we can't even pick up on the cues that turkeys are probably using. And now that I know that this is changing, the next step is to find out whether females actually care about this change. We, we don't know whether uh, there's a behavioral response to turkeys being different in their ultraviolet reflectance. 
We do know that domestic turkeys uh, prefer to be in poultry houses where the lighting includes the ultraviolet wavelength. Interesting, because if without the UV, they they keep looking around saying, nothing looks right to me. That's right. Imagine the UV has a whole other color in, in the spectrum. Uh, what it looks like, how turkeys perceive it, we don't know. But it's sort of equivalent of um, beyond violet, ultraviolet, a whole other sort of color. Right. So it's like if we were in a dark room where we just couldn't make out certain colors. Exactly. Interesting. Dr. Buckles, very interesting. Thanks very much. Thank you, Steve. That's part one. Tune back in for part two of our Thanksgiving edition, where we'll talk about the great tradition of the entire holiday season that goes along with turkey, and that is, of course, stuffing your face. Mm -hmm.